Each church we profile, like yours, is unique in its setting, ministry, and calling. Where did we find the data? This book is basically a report on three different research projects. First, a series of polls was undertaken by the Center for Missional Research at the North American Mission Board and Lifeway Research from 2006 to 2008. Richie Stanley leads that team, and he has provided important insights throughout the book. Second, Lifeway undertook a large study of young adults starting in 2005 as part of the THREADS initiative. As part of that research, we contacted young adults and did nearly 800 total surveys. 254 ministry leaders, 271 churched, 272 unchurched, and nearly 100 face-to-face -face interviews. Jason was part of that research and is now a leading part of that initiative. That's one reason I asked him to co-author the book with me. Third, we surveyed 149 churches that were reaching an extraordinary number of young adults. Then we conducted telephone interviews with 50 specific churches to see if we could identify any trends among them. The mix of churches from multi-denominations, or none at all, gives an eye-opening look at the best practices of churches reaching young adults. We did not want to ask just anyone what they thought about how to reach emerging generations, so we actually asked those who were reaching them. Crazy idea, I know, but it made sense to us. Our Bias This is a book about who the younger unchurched are and how to reach them. Yes, that may be a little old school. Many authors and speakers want to focus on fascinating and important questions like what is wrong with our belief system, how we can do this differently, and what will the future look like for churches. I have asked questions like that myself, and I will do more of that in my next book. But in this book, Richie, Jason, and I are asking one simple question. Who are the young unchurched, and how can they be reached with the good news of Jesus Christ? Okay, that's two questions. We are unapologetic about this. A movement may be emerging, contemporary, reformed, or whatever, but if it fails to produce new followers of Jesus Christ, it is only a fascinating and engaging dead end. This book is not focused on protest movements, internet fads, or well-known speakers. We simply want to know who is reaching young adults and what we can learn from them. Our format. Throughout the book, we write as a team. All of us have contributed to each part. However, to make it easier for you as you listen, we will not use individual names unless absolutely necessary. Portions written in the first person should be taken to be Ed's voice. When Richie or Jason is speaking, that will be indicated. Also, you will follow a narrative throughout the first two parts of the book that concludes in the last chapter. The narrative is based on the four young adults you'll meet in Chapter 1. The characteristics of each person are based on real demographics and trend information. The narrative takes real people and creates composite characters based on how young adults might look, interact, and relate in relationship to one another. Although the narrative is hypothetical, it certainly represents the lives of millions of 20-somethings. The Situation We also need to say up front a few things that are not true. We have heard them, and guess you have too. This will be the last Christian generation. Only 4% of this generation are Christians. And 
The sky is falling. Well, there are some concerns and big ones at that, but hype does not help. Crises sell books but usually don't fix problems. However, real research shows the opportunities as well as the challenges. The General Social Survey, a national survey conducted at least biannually since 1972, provides a snapshot as to how religious attendance among 20-somethings has changed over time. We can see there has been a declining percentage of 18 to 29-year-olds attending a religious service weekly or more, with the lowest dip occurring in the mid-1990s. However, we can see the beginning of several upticks in the percentage attending weekly since the year 2000. Time will only tell if the current rising trajectory will continue. In comparing evangelicals to non-evangelicals, we can see that both groups follow the general decrease over time, but each again with a rising upswing.